Welcome into Winging It Podcast, presented by Wingman of the Year. Man of the Year. Today, I am joined by Jamie LaRose, who is an up-and-coming pop singer. How are you, Jamie? Hi, uh, I'm good. How are you? I, I am not doing bad, I'll tell you that. Um, so let's just get right into it. First question off the rip, is Jamie LaRose your real name? Yes. Okay, not a stage <laughs> name. No, everyone thinks it is, but no, I was blessed with a very awesome name. I love my name. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you ever think about another name or no? It's dawned my mind like a little bit, uh, dawned my mind. That's not the way you'd say that. <laughs> it's popped in my mind a little bit, but no, I just, I like the idea because as an artist, I feel like I can change so much, but my name will always just match no matter what I do. Cause it's like, I don't know, it's my name. No. Yeah. If you like it, you know, it's you roll with it, you know, be yourself. I mean, that's, I think that's what people appreciate with like, especially in like the music industry, I assume, you know what I mean? Like realness mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that's awesome. I like it. I thought it was fake. So <laughs> I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's, it's my Italian last name. I'm an Italian woman, Italian. Last okay. Name. All right. <laughs> All right. I like it. Um, next question. I, I watched, I did my research on you. Okay. I went through <laughs> your YouTube. I went through all your social media. I'm ready for this interview. Just so you know, <laughs> don't be scared though. I'm not but, scared. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do, all right. We're doing it here. I'm <laughs> so you have a song called, or is it a song? Princess Cray? Is that a song? Yeah. Okay. Is that almost like an alter ego? That's kind of like what I was getting here. Well, I'm sure you've realized I'm not blonde. <laughs> yes. Yes. I did know that. I was going to say. <laughs> I have my little friend right here. I was wow. gonna wear it, but you know what? I want to make it more known as to why I wear that wig. So yeah, it is like an alter ego. So it's you, more, yeah. You got like a Hannah Montana thing going on. That's what everyone says. Well, the really? reason she did it was so she could live a normal life and also be a pop star. For me, it's more of an artistic thing. It's like when I step behind a camera or, uh, on stage and I'm getting or I'm like writing my music. Like I want to look like her. It's like a, it's definitely a persona. Kind of like how drag queens, um, you know, they do their hair, their makeup, and they transform into like almost like a different person. It's their persona. It's like the same thing. And she came to life. She was born when I wrote Princess Cray. And I used to call her that. So, yeah, she's like kind of like alter ego. I mean, I don't don't literally call her that, but that's what the song is inspired by. So was that your first song? Um, no. So the first song I ever wrote was my song Fame. And that was the first okay. one I put out. That was when I wrote it when I was 16. I put it out when I was 18. So. Okay. Yeah. So are, are you looking to go back to more being brunette more in your music? No, 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 no. What I'm looking to do is have people understand there's a distinct difference. Like when you're talking to me right now, this is mm-hmm. what I look like and I'm comfortable in my own skin. It's cool. But right when I'm getting ready to sing those songs and I'm going to step on stage, I look like her. And in my, some of my new music, I that hasn't come out yet. I do. Yeah. That, so. Okay. Does it give you like more confidence putting like the wig on? 
No, it's not confidence. I always had the confidence. I just felt like, I don't know how to put it. Like I needed to look more like a star. It just felt more put together. Like, cause I don't always look like this either. Like I have normally like no makeup on and my straight brown hair and like, you know, jeans and stuff. And then it's like, but I get on that stage. I don't know. There's something about wearing all this, this yeah. makeup and stuff, but putting on that wig that just made it feel different and not even like dyeing my hair. Like, I don't want to do that. It's like, I put on that wig yeah. and it just feels so different. I don't know. I know it's like maybe hard for some people to understand, but. No, I, I, I guess I kind of can. I haven't been podcasting long, but when I get on here, it's almost another extension of me. Like I got to like turn it on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I can kind of see that, but that's music. And this is like, that's definitely different. I, I can't sing. I can sing for you on here if you want. <laughs> We can do it if, if you'll want. torture my ears. No, but if you think you're great, sure, let's. I'll be a judge. I mean, if you want to do a duet to Mr. Brightside, I'm so down. <laughs> you trying to go viral? Am I trying to go viral? Oh yeah, with Mr. Brightside to duet with me. I mean, I've gone viral already. I don't know if I need you. That's why we're here. That's why. We're here. <laughs> um. I was going to say, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say this as a better way to maybe understand it. It's like, yep. um, what was I going to say? Oh, you, I lost my train of thought. Uh, podcast, uh, the wig. Alter yeah, it was with the wig. Confidence. I, oh, oh, oh. I am like two different people. That is exactly correct. Like when I okay. come off of the stage and I'm living my everyday life, I'm actually a more, I mean, my friends wouldn't agree with this, but that's because I'm, I don't know. I could be a little different with them, but overall I'm very quiet, mellow, like, um, yeah, I'm a little nuts, but that's not what I mean. I mean, when you just look at me, I'm like, I'm a little mellow and I'm just chill. I chill in my room. I watch TV. Like I look in the mirror, I got no makeup on my straight hair, but it's like right when like the art comes into it, I become, it's definitely a whole different person. So I felt like that whole different person needed to look. I feel like that's definitely a better way to put it. And people always saw that. Like I'd get on the stage. I could have been like, having been super sick before I got on it's like it just came over me and then I get off that like I get off the stage and I'd pass out it's like the weirdest thing so you could say it's like almost like two different people and that doesn't mean that I'd be like that forever like I do have plans to change but I always say if I had one opportunity to show the world what I have I want to look like that and I want to present the music I have like in store next so I love it I love yeah. that. I think that's a great way to describe it. It really is almost like a Hannah Montana thing. That's yeah. And what's funny about that is I actually do look drastically like you didn't even see me without the makeup and everything yet. But when this is all off and I have my brown hair and it's straight, like oh, people don't recognize me. And I wear glasses. What it's about the nails? Time. The nails are on point today. These are press-ons, so thank you. I, I take them means. off. I take them off, and then I have <laughs> short, plain nails. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're killing it. But anyway, last week you celebrated your 21st birthday. Is that correct? Not even a week ago yet. It was on Monday. And then I'm actually dressed up because I have my last hurrah um, right after this. I'm going to a drag show, actually. (laughs) So it's like the end of your birthday week today? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Last hurrah. Well, um, let me say cheers to you. I don't know if you got a drink on you, but I'm going to drink water. Water. All right. Shalom. (laughs) What was your first drink? My first drink was legal drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I didn't illegally drink. Gosh. Oh no. no. <laughs> but 
my my first drink was a pomegranate lime mojito. Oh wow! It was really good. I loved it. It's, now I'm like obsessed with mojitos. <laughs> wow, mojitos. Yeah, I don't think I've ever ordered one of those at a at a bar. Got to be honest. You should. You should. I'll try it. I'll try it. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> fire me. Um. All right. So getting back into it, let's talk about the music, what we're all here for. Okay. So your biggest hit to date is Loose Lady, correct? Yeah. You, yeah. No. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. Compared to the rest of my music, it has a high. Oh, that's at about, I looked, it's at 79,000 right now. Yes. I wanted to hit 80K so bad. <laughs> Just keep putting out content. I mean, people are going to see it, you know, mm-hmm. Drag I think it's like a few hundred away. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it is, uh, it's quite the music video. <laughs> quite the music video. I watched it. <laughs> Thanks. Directed it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get fully into that, tell me how you got into music. How did you get into this industry? What made you want to do this? Um, I mean, that uh, it's a little complex, but I mean, to start my parents I have two moms lesbian parents and they were in a rock band together my the one that birthed me I call them mommy and mama so my mommy the one that had me she wanted to be a famous rock star so bad and then my mama came into the band tagged along and it's just like I've been surrounded by music since I was born and then a lot of my family like cousins and aunts and uncles are very musical too so it's just always been there and then what really like struck in me was actually when Lady Gaga hit the scene and I was seven years old and I saw someone and I like that was just oh I loved her so much I was like I want to be just like that and it just hit something in me that was like I already loved the music but something else came to life right when I saw her it was actually the paparazzi music video by the way and I was like oh my god what is that your favorite song by Lady Gaga and it is to this day my favorite song not bad romance Nope, it's paparazzi, one hundred percent. It's my go-to karaoke song too. <laughs> okay, I can see that. You don't see a lot of people go with uh, paparazzi, but you got the voice to pull it off. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're in the pop music, so. Yes, sir. I'm over here singing "Wagon Wheel" and "Mr. Brightside." You know, the the one that, <laughs> that way the crowd helps you like sing it. That's yeah, mm-hmm. that's my movie. so. <laughs> So you were raised into music and you were inspired at seven years old. And then where did it actually, where did you like take your first step, like actually into it, like making strides to making music? Well, it still has to do with Lady Gaga, actually. So when I was 15, a friend of my mom's one day heard me sing and was like, wow, like you got it. But there was something wrong. Like I I used to sing and it would hurt. I knew I was doing something incorrect. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I work with the number one singing coach in the world. He's actually Lady Gaga singing coach. And I was like, "Uh, okay. So then I was like, can you get me in with him? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And then Christmas, I woke up that morning and I got surprised with five lessons from Lady Gaga singing coach, which now here we are, I'm 21, I'm still working with him actually That's every cool. week. So that was not my mom's like, damn, those were some five lessons. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the reason was because he, you know, that being the number one singing coach and working with Lady Gaga, he's also worked with tons of other stars, and he brought me connections through his connections, which then made it a professional thing for me. I mean, and I always had the dream, that? but what age was that? Age. Yeah, how old were you? I was fifth. It was December 2015. Okay, okay, like six years ago. 
Okay. Yeah, so, and then I'm pretty sure I got the general gist of it, but then did you take off through TikTok? Um, not musically, which was kind of a problem. I took off for other artistic things that I do. I, this was mainly, mainly acting, but I did create these storylines and these skits and stuff that um, little kids actually loved. So then, yeah, I've, I've gained over like a hundred million views in total on that app, but not from the music. I tried to transfer it over, but it's actually, they make it very difficult, the app, so. Why is it making it difficult? <laughs> they, I mean, for one, I, I can tell they're not a big fan of you promoting like other like apps on their app, like bringing them to my music videos on YouTube and stuff like that. So the views will be less on there. And just in general, like I was known for the acting stuff. So already, like when you have like more followers on one app, you're going to have less on another. That's just always how it works. And then because they're following me for one thing and it's not the music, like they're the chances are they're not going to really care. Like they have to really love me for me to support something else I'm doing. But like uh, it was just it was difficult. And on top of it, they were kids. A lot of my fans were kids and some kids are not you know the best at taking direction, like, you know, going to like other apps yeah. and doing things. So it was just overall, it's been a little difficult, but I did. I did gain like 40,000 views on my Princess Cry music video from just TikTok. It was all organic growth. And it's because I would go live on my platform and like really be specific on like what they have to do. And I would hold like competitions like, oh, if you go and watch the Princess Cry music video and send me like a video of you doing it and leave a comment, like I'll face, you can win a FaceTime. Like I was doing stuff like that, but I'm trying to break away from that. I love my fans for sure. Um, but I am, I am an adult and my type of artistry can be a little mature and I don't really like feeling restricted. So I definitely, as you can tell by my loose lady music video, I'm trying to break out of that. I'm went from Hannah Montana. Now I'm trying to be Miley Cyrus. <laughs> well, I <laughs> think, those, I think those young boys that watched you a couple of years ago, probably, you know, watching the music video, you turned them into men. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, it was only it was only a year ago, actually. Don't rush me yet. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Hey, you're young as hell. But, <laughs> but I, they're I actually agree. little girls, by the way. My fan base is 98% female. It really? says on my yeah, they're all little girls, and I can definitely tell because they're all I ever seen. So, <laughs> well, my platform isn't huge yet. I hope to get a lot bigger and whatnot and then hopefully we can have you come back one day even like when i'm bigger and bigger but i'm gonna keep interviewing i'm trying to get in the media game so this is i appreciate you coming on i don't know if i said that already yeah but i'm hoping when we do get bigger i know the audience we have already is like a middle-aged male female range so hopefully we can help you with that bring you some new eyes on you and whatnot and get you out of there you know yeah but, that'd be awesome yeah no i think you're going to make it. I think I've researched you on all your platforms. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, I got to do my research. It's my job as a podcaster, you know? I so, mean, I'm, I'm trying, trying to make it. I, I think it might happen. No, it will happen. Like this happen. is going to be key for you. you what? Know, do any interview you can, talk to anyone yes. you can, collab. That's, That's my the goal. But... All right, so let's get into the music video then. Let's talk about Loose Lady because I got a lot of questions about it. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> okay, let me look at my notes here. So for the listeners, Loose Lady, it takes place in a strip club. Yes. Yes. And 
Our girl Jamie here. She's killing it. <laughs> She's in the dressing room. She gets out on the stage. She's <laughs> dancing. Go check it out on YouTube. Uh, is your YouTube? It's just Jamie Lee Rose, right? Yeah. Okay. Loose lady. Um, it's the top video on there. Go check out her other stuff. It's great. So what was the inspiration for this? Was it just growing out of that younger sector of fans or what? No. I actually wrote the song long before my TikTok. I was really? like 17 or early, early 18. Um, yeah, no, what happened was I went. So this was actually written in a different way than 98% of my songs are written. This was different. This stemmed from something that happened in my life. And okay. I was because I went on a cruise ship and I was 18. It was my first time going to a club. I got to go to a club on there. Oh, and I met a lot of boys on that club. And I was dressed like this. But it wasn't an excuse for them to treat me the way that they did. It was like, just because I danced with them, they thought I was going to sleep with them. And when I rejected them, they were mean. It was like, uh, just because I was dancing with them, they could touch me inappropriately. I'm like, no, 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 no. I would say no. I'd say no. And they would just keep, you know, saying like, yeah. no, 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 come on, come on. I'm like trying to convince me. And it was obnoxious. And I wrote the song because I there are tons of women in this world that will gladly say yes. So why do you have to keep begging the girl and making her feel bad that's saying no, just take no for an answer and move on. And the reason I liked the name Lewis Laney is not for what you think. I know that's probably a really weird title, but that was the point. It was because when people read, they're like, what the hell? And they get like curious, which I love that personally for all of my titles, but it actually came to be because I was working out of a songwriting book and like we had to do an exercise where like you make a title out of like noun and alliteration and like a verb and alliteration or like an adverb and noun. I was like make a combination and through one of those exercises loose lady came to be and I looked at the title I thought about what happened on the cruise and then it just happened and then I wasn't actually planning on putting it out but when my partner was like you gotta put it out that's a hit I was like okay and then the music video I always had an idea in my head, but it was too specific. It was like what I literally went through and I'm like, well, that's boring. So then I saw the club atmosphere, but instead I made it a strip club. And I thought about how strippers go exactly through what I went through on an even yeah. more extreme level. Like just because they're basically naked, sometimes are naked or they're shaking their ass on a pole. These men think that they're whores and that they want someone really, they're just performing a job and consent is yes. And, and I, I just, that's what made the music come to the music video come to be. So, so there's a, there's a deep story behind that. I wasn't expecting there's, a, that. there's always a deep story. I like it. So you, <laughs> no, I think that makes an artist like really good. Like you see it with like a lot of artists before they get like huge and their music is almost better at the beginning of their career. Cause they're writing from the heart shit that like really happened to them. So that mm -hmm. me, I think that's why it's like taken off. It's because you're like writing from the heart. So I think that's, that's amazing. Thank you. I mean, I want more people to know that. Like I haven't gotten the opportunity to do something like this really. So Podcast. not that many people no. know like about like that about me. Like I, I, I would definitely like to, you know, talk about my like artistic and creative, like the way I do things more. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't know. I think it's cool sometimes. So going more into it so you're a strip club in the in the video how did you 
make this music video? I, I know there was a behind the scenes video on it. I didn't watch that. But how did you, did you like go to the strip club owner? Hey, I want to f- form, perform like a music video here. How did that happen? I'm a beast. That's how. Let me tell okay. you what I did. Little right. 21, little 20 year old Jamie knew what she wanted and she sought out to get it. So I went and I messaged in a pandemic, every strip club in New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey that I could find. Unfortunately, a lot of them were closed. And then I came across Platinum Plus in um, PA. And I was like, wow, this place is beautiful. And I wouldn't give up. I kept calling. They kept rejecting me. Like the woman kept picking up the phone like, oh, he won't be interested. The owner, like, I don't believe that. So I kept calling and kept calling. I left Instagram messages and someone answered the Instagram message and gave me the owner's um, phone, phone, phone number. So I'm in the car with my mom and he calls me and we're just talking. I'm telling him my idea, the inspiration behind the song. Like I just told you. And he's like, I love it. He's like, I'll just give you the place. I'm like, you'll give me it. He's like, yeah, for free. No charge. I was like, what? I'm like, I might need it for like, you know, five plus hours. Like, it's fine. You know, anyone you need, do you need a stripper? Do you need, um, you know, like a sound man? He provided me people to control the lights, a DJ. He got me a stripper who her name is. She goes with Ariel, but she did it for free as well. It's always Ariel. (laughs) She had red hair. So it made sense. She's very graceful. But like, I, I couldn't believe my, I couldn't believe it. I got this beautiful place for free. It was exactly what was in my head. I got the, the stripper for free. She was unbelievable. She was a competitive pole dancer and was a winner. And it was like, wow. unbelievable. Um, I got a ton of boys that I've messaged online to come and they were extras. I was able to get my best friend to be my co-star. One of the points when we get the guy. And then she had an, like a family friend that was the guy that I'm stripping on. Like everything just worked out really well. I, I work with a company that gave me the clothing. Like it was, it was all just meant to be. So that's and awesome. It, if you should, if you do another video and you need some extras, call wingman of the year. I will call wingman of the year. <laughs> what I was going to tell you too, was that you asked me how it went. So yeah. it was a, it was supposed to be a five hour shoot. I worked with Austin Hayne productions. They did all my music videos prior to that one. And I paid for five hours, but we went over nine hours. But still, I managed to cram that entire music video into just nine hours. And it was exhausting because I had to be the star and direct it. I choreographed the stuff, too. I had to do my own makeup, the hair. It was a lot, but I don't know what happens. It's just like I'm like a robot. <laughs> I like went to like do it. I'm like, I could do it. And the second it was over, I just mm, dropped. <laughs> no, but, yeah. You got the talent. You got Thank it. You. You know I mean? you it it's not even just, it's the passion. I love doing it. Like, I don't have to always do it by myself. It's just where I am in my life right now with money and everything like that. But I really love doing it. Like, you have no idea the whole thing. So, do you do all the editing by yourself and all that? No, but I do take part, 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 part in it. Um, I yeah. will go to his house, Austin, and I'll sit down. We pick the best shots and I'll and I also tell him, I make um, what's called a beat sheet. So I'm telling him exactly where to put, you know, every little piece at what time. Okay. And um, sometimes it's a little difficult because I know it's in my head. So I have to go there and like, I don't use the actual mouse and control it, but I am telling him what to do. And then, you know, he puts his input and then the masterpiece is born. Yeah, you got complete control over it. No, that's great. I, it, I'll tell you why, watching it when I went there, because I, yeah didn't know much about you before when I was doing my research. It's very professionally done. All right. I was surprised. Yes, and you. You're so young and 
It's brilliant. <laughs> you just turned 21. It's really impressive what you've done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so where do you see, where, where is it end for you? Where, what is your goal? What is your end goal? My end goal is being a superstar and not because of the money. And it's because of the fact that I can't imagine not doing exactly what I just told you, all of that, the music for the rest of my life, I have to do it. And I need people to hear it and see what I'm capable of doing. And I want them to love it just as much as me. And what I write always has something powerful behind it that I hope that other people can relate to and connect with and it will make them feel powerful like it makes me feel powerful so I want to be a superstar and then I'm not going to stop until I can be pandemic kind of messed it up a little bit but we're getting it opened up new doors you know you gotta keep <laughs> going and I think you've you've done that you put that music video out during a pandemic while people stopped making stuff I put two music videos out during a pandemic <laughs> me, girl. I I I'm inspired interviewing you right now i can't imagine what people listening are gonna think i think it's everything you just told me you like i was like whoa like it almost kind of like is like how i think i'm like i will not let this thing fail the wingman of the year it's like a media network i just want to interview people i want to have fun put out content i'm not going to the level that you are but i want to interview eventually the Lady Gaga stuff like that. I want to interview famous people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, my route might be a little easier, but you have talent like no other. Thank you. You don't have to have talent to podcast. I'll tell you that. But you just got true. It is a talent to be comedic. It's a talent to have the confidence to do it. And you know, the interview person is think about talk show hosts. They're very talented. They That's can't true. do it without talent. I've met many people that can't even, you know, say hello, nonetheless, interview someone. That's true. <laughs> no, but like you were saying earlier, I can like turn it off and on. I didn't have a lot of confidence before in doing this. Like I was just kind of interviewing in my network and I started reaching outside my network and I don't know everything you said, I can kind of correlate to. So like, I love it that you want to inspire people. Cause that's kind of what I'm doing. Like the wingman thing. It's not like all about my brand's not all about like hooking girls up or guys up with chicks. It's just like about being a good fucking person. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do here and to provide value for people. So I understand everything you're saying. And I think that hits home and the listeners are going to love it. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, okay. Going a little deeper with my research here. I did a Twitter sweep on you. Oh no. What are you going to say? Oh no. Twitter sweep. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. It, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot. Oh, good. <laughs> Twitter is a dark place. <laughs> so, you don't have a lot on Twitter. I don't know. You've you only been tweeting since 2018, 2019. No, 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 no. I I joined Twitter because I was an obsessed Lady Gaga fan, and I wanted to listen to like what Gaga fan sites were saying. I only made it maybe like a thing in 2018 when I put out my first record, but like, I don't, I don't really use it. Twitter's a dark place. I will use it when I have to. But I like it. It might be my favorite platform because you can just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> no, it's more of like a talking. It's like the only one, like where you really like conversate with people. You know what I mean? It's, it is social compared to other see. social medias. 
I don't see conversation. I see a lot of fighting, a lot of mean stuff. Well, I don't. I don't fight, but you know, well, I, I don't. I mean, well, I get a lot of news from it too. <laughs> like, I like. I like. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the trending on there, but that's just me. Everyone uses different stuff. Like you use TikTok and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. but anyway, I got from your Twitter. It was a lot more retweeting than tweets than anything. Yeah. Like you said, Lady yeah. Gaga. So I could tell who your inspirations were. Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, and Regina George. Regina George. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm not mean like her, but I think she's hot. <laughs> you put up a, I think you put up a picture. And I think it said Regina George who? Oh. And, but oh, it, but yeah, it kind of goes yeah, with like yeah. the blonde hair. It's like, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. I, uh, I took screenshots of them. It, they're on my, it's on my Instagram too. I posted that almost a year ago. Okay, okay. But yeah, I was just like, all right, Regina George, I could see it, blonde hair, you know what I mean? Not that you're like mean or anything, because I, I don't know that, but you seem like a nice young lady, so. I'm not mean. <laughs> <laughs> Love Regina George, but... uh. Anyway, you had another tweet on there. Let me see. You tweeted, manifesting like Demi does. One day I'll perform at the VMAs. One day, dot, dot, dot. Tell me about that. Well, it was because it was at the last, uh, no, not the past Super Bowl, Super Bowl pre-pandemic. You know, when Demi Lovato was saying the national anthem. So yeah. like it was going around the news and stuff that she had posted years ago, that exact tweet but about the national anthem like that she was going to perform at the, the she was going to perform super bowl national anthem whatever and i'm like well damn it worked <laughs> so then while i was sitting there watching i was like i'm gonna do that so don't get me wrong i'd love to be at the grammys i love to be at mass square garden there's so many things but there's something about the vmas that has like a special place in my heart since i was little um and i want to perform on that stage like inside like all the people the big grand stage so badly and i'm like all right i'm gonna do what demi did and it's gonna work so that's why i did it <laughs> you're a dreamer i love it like, you got yeah. huge goals i i think you're gonna hit them like thank you people don't hit them unless they're this passionate about it you know what i mean i'm so passionate and it's it's really just it consumes my life i don't really do much friends relationship nah i do this you gotta you're young you gotta take the chances now you know what i mean mm -hmm. like yeah i mean i guess you can do it when you're 30 but no they, they and it's unfortunate the music business definitely they favor younger people um most most record labels actually uh, luckily we're kind of breaking out of that they've got a decent amount of artists now that are you know late 20s early 30s breaking out which is cool but well, there's but yeah. a lot more platforms that grow and i think they're eliminating like uh and not just music, but like they're eliminating like the middleman in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, so like for instance, like OnlyFans and stuff. Like there's not like there's no middleman. Mm -hmm. you, know I mean? you just make your content and whatnot. So I think with music like that, I don't know how labels are going anymore. I don't know if that's the direction, but I feel like that's becoming like obsolete. I don't know. I feel like you can like represent yourself now. I don't. I mean, uh, it's still all about money. That's never changed. It's all about numbers that never changed a lot about this business is still toxic and still similar, <laughs> but yes, you can, with, especially with the power of TikTok, you're breaking through, you're making a name for yourself by yourself. And then 
you got record labels knocking down your door and they're like, yeah, we want to support you as opposed to like trying to fight for them. So yes, it's more backwards now. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it makes it so you can be discovered easier and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it was your 21st birthday the other day. I don't know if you put it on your Instagram too or whatnot, but on your Twitter, you forgot your ID on your 21st birthday. <laughs> yeah. I put that on TikTok too. Almost a hundred thousand people have seen that uh what happened was uh <laughs> i always carry around the same purse and but it's really heavy and i just recently got a tinier one to carry around when i'm walking a lot and the day before me and my best friend kylie went to a mall walking yeah. for like six hours so i put my id in the little purse and then the next day i don't know i was getting ready for my birthday and like wasn't thinking i forgot to put my id back in my regular purse and i've never like desperately needed it before you know, going to a dinner when I'm not driving and it just didn't dawn on me. I was having a dumb moment. It was a dumb day. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but you know what? Did they let you drink? Yeah, and it was funny and it was iconic. Uh, no, yeah. The, mm. <laughs> no, I mean, I was, I was 21. So it's okay. Yes. The guy, the guy did let me have drinks. I mean, I showed up with literally, I had a 21 tiara. I had a sash. Oh, like the reservation was made months ago. Like he's like, I'm not going to ruin that for her. Yeah. He let me get like three drinks. <laughs> okay. All right. That You said your friend Kylie, right? Is that the other show you were on? I saw you on YouTube when I just typed in Jamie LaRose. You were on. Is that oh, I went on her podcast that she had to yeah. do for college. <laughs> oh, she does that for college. Yeah. I was going to say, if she's podcasting. Let's collab. I'm trying to find like, every, <laughs> I'm trying to collab with everyone. Well, hopefully, I, I mean, know. she should watch this, so. Yeah. You should. This is your best friend. This is a great interview, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. She will. She will. She's great. She's great. All right. Shout out, Kylie. Shout out, <laughs> Kylie. All right. Last thing here. Like I said, this is winging it, and anything goes. Let me pull it up here. A little vulgar here. You retweeted. This is the last one. Oh, no. You said, Met, or no, you didn't say this. You retweeted it. Men come in 60 seconds and say they want to make a sex tape. Dot, dot, dot. You mean a TikTok, bro? <laughs> Remember uh, retweeting that? Yeah. <laughs> What's up with let's that? Just, let's just say um, <laughs> my experience with male species. Oh, boy. It's, it's just not long ever. I'm talking average 60 seconds. So I'm like, okay, we'll TikTok 60 seconds. So we can... Is this with the wig or without the wig? Without, I don't know. I'm not that kinky. I mean, I can be, but I'm not. There's no, there's no role playing going on? <laughs> not yet. You see, the wig's kind of a pain in the ass. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and it's not worth it. Put on, put on the wig for what? 60 seconds? That's like ridiculous. <laughs> Shots fired. Whoever. Whoever, you know, past relationships, listen to this. Shots fired. Wow. Oh, they know. I've made it aware. They were there. They know what happened. <laughs> oh, you are a diva. <laughs> I can be. <laughs> wow. I like it, though. It's working for you. The nails, the wig. Yes. <laughs> You're crushing it. You're crushing it, Jamie. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> um, let's see. Do I got anything else for you here? Okay, so I told you before we hit record. Do you got a wingman story for us? Time you were a good wingman? <laughs> um, so you said it doesn't have to be about like, you know, being it doesn't a have to be about wing- or anything. It's a time you were a good friend, 
helped out one of your girlfriends or even a guy or something like that? Um, I mean, there's been a, a lot of instances. I tend to put p other people before me a lot. I, I like helping people. Um, I mean, I can think of the one that just pops in my head right now is just because it was recently. So my best friend Kylie went through something a little bad with mm. an ex-boyfriend. He was really awful. He cheated on her like four times. It was really not cool. Oh. And she's she's a strong girl, don't get me wrong, but she's not one to put up a fight. Yeah. And that's not the case with me. <laughs> I, oh I, I, I wanted to be her voice. And when she was a little, you know, nervous to maybe stand up to herself a little bit, I stepped in and yeah. I scared off a little bitch and um <laughs> and I totally I totally stepped up and I'm glad I did what I did and I said what I said to that awful awful boy and um uh, she's she, I think she's grateful for it I I I I I I didn't have a problem putting myself in the middle I was like you know what if he's gonna be a jerk and wants to come like key your car let him key mine and I just put myself in the middle nice of it key car. I, I thought that was a girl thing you know, some, uh, who's the girl that sings that song? <laughs> What's her name? Uh, in the car, uh, Louisville Slugger to both headlights. Who is that? I don't know. Oh, I was thinking about the Buster here. Windows at your car song. Bust the windows at your car. That one on TikTok? That's getting clipped. <laughs> yeah, it's getting clipped. But, but yeah, that, that just came to my head because that was the most recent thing that happened. I'm sure there was more specific wingman situations, but I can't think right now. Um, and like the guys left her alone, which is cool. And his girlfriend is very well aware that he's um, a piece of crap. Thanks to me. <laughs> so what? His new girlfriend. Oh, his new girlfriend. Oh yeah. That boy can't keep it in his pants. So um, he, yeah, he moved Ooh. on real quick. So, uh, but don't worry. I told him. You don't get away with shit when you mess with uh, Jamie. So you're scared <laughs> with the nail tap thing. That's the point. Have you seen my TikToks? Um, I have not. Are I'm about gonna to have to, I'm gonna have to keep up with them now. I didn't know this <laughs> thing. My what? most famous series was my kidnapping series. So um, don't mess with me. Okay. <laughs> I got to do more research. Apparently, hopefully, there's a part two here. But yeah, you're like deep diving on my non-existent Twitter. I'm like, I got a whole TikTok. Twitter, Twitter is the most real anybody gets. Can you agree with me on that? The most what? Like real, like you see the see the real part of someone on there because it's just like not a lot of people, not everyone's on there. So you just kind of like subtweet everyone and like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think. And like you can well, just retweet things and like share things easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think TikTok is like the baby of that, where I mean that there are people doing the exact same nonsense, but they're like nine-year-olds. So we have yeah. nine-year-olds being too brutally honest in the comments. <laughs> yeah, nine-year-olds or something. Different breed. That's good. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so last thing wrapping up here. I do, I don't do it on YouTube, but where I upload it to like Spotify and iTunes and all that. I usually do an intro song, same one every time. This interview is a little different for me. Can I use Loose Lady as the intro to my this episode? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Perfect. They did, oh, it'll yeah. Tell everyone who you are right there. Get, put your biggest song out. I think it'll be good. 
What part are you going to use? You're going to use no chorus. No idea. You got any recommendations? I mean, I think that chorus is pretty awesome. So just the main chorus? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, you, or you can use um, my brother's girlfriend, Layla. Shout out to Layla. She's one of my best Layla. friends, too. Her favorite part of the song is when I hit that big note at the end. That girl transforms. She just starts belting. It's so cute. <laughs> I mean, you, you can do that or you can do a chorus. You pick. Surprise me. <laughs> I'll, I'll play around with it, see where it is, because I got to like fade it out and then we'll do the intro and whatnot. Might even do the outro with your song too. Mine as well. Yeah, why not? You could do the chorus at the beginning and the big note at the end because it's the end of the song. Woo! Good job, James. <laughs> You're, You're so passionate. I love it. <laughs> but all right, this was fun. Uh, we're going to catch uh, up together offline here, but uh, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I think this is a great interview. One of my best. Um, definitely, oh, awesome. definitely, uh, unique to what I usually do. Um, <laughs> appreciate you coming on once again. Uh, so until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>